Welcome to Getting Over It with Caddy James, a safe place for abuse survivors and anyone ready to reclaim their power. In this podcast, we'll explore practical tools and techniques for releasing stored trauma from the physical and the energy body, plus have real-life conversations with other survivors to hear how they are thriving now, even after trauma. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. The show starts right now. Welcome back, listeners, sisters, maybe some brothers tuning in. I want to chat a little bit about this past week, just catch you up and check in with you and what's been happening over here. Um, My youngest, my baby doll, turned two, so that was fun. We got to celebrate her and our amazing love for her. We bought some delicious desserts and treats and a huge cake that was way too big at a local bakery here in Bonita, actually, that we are obsessed with. It's a family-owned, amazing, everything I've ever tasted from there is incredible. Uh, (laughs) So we had a fun time and she is our unstoppable fearless baby queen and I'm so happy to be here this lifetime as her mama so that was fun and also I have been recovering after my past week of grief grief came and visiting unexpectedly And if you haven't had the chance yet to listen, please tune in to episode number six, Collective Grief, because I really do believe there is something valuable for you there. Um, I have talked before the episode and continue to talk after the episode with sisters, with listeners that are messaging me and people are feeling the grief. And um, I think that it's just helpful to connect. So if you haven't listened, please tune in and let me know, share it with anyone that you might know of who's also experiencing that right now. And so for me, the grief really did pass eventually. And I'm grateful for all of the powerful techniques and tools that I have in my tool belt, in my yoga tool belt, so that I am able to better release these overwhelming, painful emotions like grief. Um, There's other ones, anger, you know, there's so many strong emotions that are easy to ignore and attempting to bury our emotions alive. So um, let's do what we can to feel it, to heal it. Now, let's get chatting about today's topic. Have you ever asked yourself, who am I to do this work? Who am I to share my message? Who am I to start a podcast write a book? Who am I to follow my dreams? I have a guest host joining me today, and we are both really excited to chat with you more about this now. So this beauty runs her own business and brand. She is my favorite organic hairstylist, and I'm desperate for her skills. (laughs) She's in Arizona, and I'm here Um, She's helping women everywhere feel beautiful inside and out, and we both have a lot to say. So without further ado, introducing who just gave that beautiful laugh, my dear friend and soul sister, the lovely April. So welcome. Hi. (laughs) 
Yay. I'm so glad we're finally doing this because um, we've been talking about this for a while, at least since like what, last December? Definitely. And I'm super proud of you and happy to hear your voice and you sharing all the significant messages I feel you have to share with your viewers or your listeners. And I want to thank you for bringing me on your podcast to share this space with you. Yay. Thank you. I'm so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. This is going to be fun and I love hearing your voice and, and yeah, you know what? That's a great way to start this podcast episode is letting you know that April and I have been daydreaming together about (laughs) recording several episodes. Um, and now that this is exactly what I'm talking about today. Like it is really important to look back at how far we've come and the progress that we've made, because when you go on Instagram every day, it's easy to feel that you're not making any progress and that you're not doing enough. And that's, that's not true. And so this is a great reminder for me that, wow, like April, we're doing it. I started a podcast (laughs) and you're here. So this is fun. And I want to, (laughs) I want to share, um, actually I want to have April go ahead and chime in now before we get started on like going deep in the topic of who am I to do this work, April is going to just share a little bit about um, her story, part of it. You know, we don't have time for the whole thing, unfortunately, but we want to talk about the relevant parts of her past that have really brought her here and that really go along with this topic. So I'm going to just pass the mic to you. Thank you. Yes. So um, let's see. (laughs) Where do we start? Um, Well, let's start about how we met because we met when I had just finished coaching school and you were still, were you still in school too? Yes. Actually, we had met at a uh, a mutual friend's party and I remember um, meeting you and Fox when we had a swimming date. And then we started our own friendship outside of that. And you started coming to get your hair done with me um, in school. But I really feel from the beginning, it was much more than that. So then we just kind of just clicked and we were soul sisters. You know, I had decided a year before I actually had started school and met you that I was just in a place in life that I was going to junior college. I was working two jobs and I was trying to just figure out like, where do I go from here? You know, all the pressure once you start growing older and people ask you, so what are you going to do with your life? You know? Right. So I moved to Arizona and, um, I was dating a boyfriend still back from my hometown and so long um, distance. Yes. So I came by myself and I went to a salon and it was very powerful. I started working as a, um, receptionist and I saw all these women feeling empowered from beauty. And I was like, you know what, instead of being the front desk, I really want to be the person behind the chair helping these women. So getting the chills. (laughs) (laughs) So I went to beauty school and, um, during beauty school, like I said, yes. So I was still, um, dating my current boyfriend. And I was really feeling at that time, um, connected to the space of really going and aligning down the path career wise where I was going, but not so much in other aspects. So, um, moving forward, my, um, long distance relationship after school, um, ended up, he ended up moving here and, that just um, 
that relationship spiraled. And, and you guys had been dating for several years, like throughout high school or right, after, wrong? right after high school. So we okay. dated for two years. So we dated for a year and a half about when I lived in my hometown and then a year long distance and then a year and a half when he moved here. And during yes. that last, I would say half year, it's that moment when you, well, I guess, yeah, it's, it's almost like a moment I feel like actually where you realize, okay, I'm done finally. Um, yeah. but then it took about six months to muster up the courage and strength to really move forward in that decision. Mm -hmm. And during the process, yes. And I want to talk about this moment that I significantly had. So after I ended the relationship, I remember, um, one of my good friends took me, um, on a drive, my friend Jackie and, you know, just to clear my head. And she took me to this little like organic coffee shop and we got some turmeric lattes. I and love that. <laughs> I know. And um, You're the cutest. I remember I we were talking and I think she had excused herself to use the restroom or something. So I glanced out the window and I it was a moment that changed my life. I remember I looked out there and for the first time I was like, whoa, the grass is green and the sky is so blue. And it kept resonating in my mind. Like I couldn't leave those words. And so when my friend returned from the bathroom, I kept repeating that to her, like almost. You, you know, were like so <laughs> present. You were so living in the moment. Yes. And I had told her, I was like, you know, my, my brain was so fogged with so many toxic things at the time and so much trauma that I really forgot exactly that Katie what it felt like to live in the moment. I really feel like in those four and a half years I was in that relationship. And especially I would say, you know, in, in something toxic, it doesn't happen right away. So the first year was bliss. And then, you know, it's, so, it yes. starts into a slow manipulation before you realize where your life is really before at. you realize you wasted your whole life or four years or 10 years or 20 years. Yes. And, um, in that moment, I really, I mean, I still, I honestly still think about it to this day on bad days of like, just remember that moment. Um, and it, you know, then I'll go outside and ground or whatever, because really just to look at how amazing our earth is, no matter the situation we're in. So anyways, that day, my huge epiphany was that, yeah, I was not living in my present. I wasn't even living for myself. I wasn't even living for my current moment. And, um, then I started self-work because the biggest, I really don't regret um, ever dating him or going through that experience because it brought me to the biggest lesson in life, which it was that I had no love for myself. The only reason I ended up in the situation I was in was all my own doing. And it was because I, I didn't have self-love. I really didn't. I didn't value or respect myself the way I should have. And, um, so I actually feel very grateful for the situation because I was able to grow. I feel very early on in my life, um, in huge, huge ways and still align with hairstyling, but almost in an, in a new direction with a new found reason to help women behind the chair. So. Yes. Yeah. And, oh God, sorry. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, and that brings us to our current day. Yay. Well, I was, um, wanted to add that no, I lost it. It wasn't meant to be. Um, <laughs> it was, I guess, continue on. <laughs> um, so I guess 
really why we wanted to come on here and talk about a little bit about shadow, shadow work and not feeling good enough was I had an experience um, a week ago where I had heard about this. I live in Scottsdale, Arizona. So I had heard about the stupa in Sedona and I was like, oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. And there had been um, a couple interactions that I had of actually meeting the people that built the stupa. And so fast forward, I wake up one day last week and there was something that just would not leave my brain saying like, you need to go visit the stupa today. You need to go visit the stupa today. And the series of events that happened that I will explain in a second, I, w I just want to say, you know, we can all look past those small things, whether it be really realizing how green the grass is today or that, you know, something random fell from the sky right in front of you. You know, universe is always leaving us signs all the time. And I really feel like everything happening in the current moment in our whole world is bringing us back to remember to to um, reflect on those moments and not just say, oh, they're coincidences or be so busy in the mind that we forget, um, you know, about the beautiful earth that we actually do live on. So, mm -hmm. yes. And to not dismiss the signs to, to not, you know, ignore your vibes or the messages like, you know, the, the signs are not big and loud and undeniable because if they were, everybody would be heeding them. Yes. Yes. I so those small that. moments are important. And the thing that I remembered I was going to say is I just wanted to say that, yes, you didn't even know that you weren't loving yourself. And that's like what happened and how you found yourself in that situation. And I feel like the people um, like you and I, the, the folks that have like done their work, um, that is it. When you look back, you realize you take ownership for how you got there and you realize that um, it was, you were not loving yourself. And, and that's exactly what I can relate to. And that's why I was in a long relationship. I didn't, I didn't even know that I didn't love myself either. And so it's, it is something that we are going through as humans. And it's something that for you and I who have, done the work and who have recognized it. Um, I do feel this as I know you do this calling to help others because if you don't have somebody like pointing things out to you or, or somebody who even knows what's going on with you enough to say like, Hey, this seems like, are you, are you happy or whatever? Um, it takes a while. It takes a while. And so I want to use our voices in this platform to help, even if it's just, the folks listening to start asking questions about do they, are they acting as if, are they treating themselves as if they love themselves? So that is the start. And, um, and yes, and paying attention to those small, beautiful signs from the universe, from goddess, from whatever you um, identify with, like the green grass. Yes. And to, I really do, you know, Katie, I think that's profound is I really do feel like as a collective, this is something now being on the outskirts, um, someone that was once in it, and I'm sure you can, you know, relate to this as well. Now being on the outside is when I see situations, you know, I do have compassion for that person when, you know, my way younger self would be like, oh my God, what are they doing? But it's like, no, not always when, you know, men, um, yeah, men or women, you know, who, whoever's the manipulator at that, 
in your relationship, you know, even family, whatever, it doesn't have to be just a relationship. You know, it's not something that I really realize now and why I have compassion for it is it's not something that happens overnight. It's something that, you know, you get manipulated. It's very, very slow. It's a process. Yes. It's a process. And being on the outside now and we are looking in, um, it's like Wayne Dyer's book. Like I can see clearly now, like I can see clearly, I can see the abuse and the manipulation that people are tolerating or that people are enforcing and like they are the abuser and it's so undeniable. And it's like, we have this the veil is lifted and, you know, if someone's wearing a mask and there's a facade going on or just any kind of stuff that, um, just like we talked about, um, it's very easy to see now, but it isn't always. And when you're in it, it is so hard to see that. A hundred percent. And I, th- and going back to the signs and that's why the signs are so important. So when your intuition tells you something is wrong, but you can't find hardcore facts, you know, the universe you can't is find proof. Yeah, there, there, but the thing is, is there is what I truly believe now. There is, you don't really need the hardcore facts. If your body is telling you something, especially if you're in tune with the self, go with that feeling. I mean, that's why we have that feeling, right? Is to identify those quote unquote red flags or whatever you may be feeling so that you don't um, veer off your own individual path. And you know, that's how the universe guides us. It, it lets us know, you know, and like you said, you can call on your angels, wh- whoever you identify guides, with. Yeah. Yes. And the thing about what you said, April, is like, it's because that it's because we're taught not to trust ourselves, especially as children. When we know, we just know, why are we going around these family members that are toxic? Why are we going around these people that are abusive? We are taught to tolerate abuse and we're also taught to ignore the signs and we're also told that we're wrong and we're also told that some people get a free pass to treat you however they want because they're family or because they're married into the family or whoever it is. And that's why it's so hard to, even if you notice the signs, to not instantly start to tell yourself that I'm just crazy, just like they tell me, I'm imagining things. It is Mm -hmm. so, so we are raised to have these major things influencing us that we're a lot of us are not even aware of yet. And that's why it is such a process and that's why it takes time. So you have been, you have done the work you you've done, you've started the process. And obviously I feel like it's a process that we always are revisiting. Uh, We are cyclic beings. And especially as women, um, just like our cycle every month, like we go through cycles. And so um, healing is a process. There's always work to do. There's always layers to shed, but you have really done a lot of your work and you're at a place now, or like you said, you, you went to Sedona on a whim. You trusted this feeling like you needed to do it, even though it was illogical, perhaps some might say. And I want to, I can't wait for you to share us about like what happened next because it was exciting. Yes. So on my way to Sedona, um, the first thing, so there was several events. So I'll go um, in sequence here. So at first I got a call from my family that our family cat had passed away. um, And we were not expecting that. So, um, for those of you that know me, not my new little cat, Aphrodite, she's still with us. Yeah. But, um, you know, 
we give all our prayers to our little boo up in heaven. Yes. So, um, yes. So he had passed and I was like, whoa, you know, I'm going to this spiritual place. Maybe it was, you know, I needed to go ground today because I was going to get this news. So I go to the stupa. I had never been there before. Um, beautiful, beautiful place, very magical energy. And so I, you know, kneel at the stupa and, you know, put out in the universe, you know, uh, all the grace to little boo. And then also just to call on my angels and my guides and my ancestors, because I've had this earning that I need to expand my path, (laughs) you know, but going into what we're talking about today about not feeling good enough, I was like, what is this feeling? Why, if I have a feeling that I should be going down this, you know, not necessarily different path, but expanding it. Why am I, I love that. Yes. Why am I also holding back? So I, you know, said my meditation or I meditated at the stupa and then said my prayer and I walked over and decided to pull the cards actually that you gifted me and I, I pulled them up here. So, um, and I'll read them to you, just little acronyms of them. Yeah. And this is, tell everybody what beautiful deck this is. It's amazing. So this is by, um, Rebecca Campbell. This is the Oracle deck. So love it. Um, and which deck is it? I know I bought it for you, girl, but I forgot which one I bought you. Um, Is it the work your light? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Work your light. (laughs) You remember before. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Actually, I do remember. Just had to say it out loud. Um, so the first card I got was a birthing a new age. Um, the second card was soul family. The third one was you're already doing it. And the fourth one was leap. So, and I got them in this order, which was, I mean, I was just like flabbergasted. Yes. So I really feel like it answered everything I had asked the universe. It asked, it answered everything. Source really just came and flowed through and just delivered. And the birthing in the new age, I really feel like without going into great detail here, like there's so much going on in our world. And as you talked on your last episode, so much grief that a lot of us are feeling because so much truth is coming to light right now. And it's a lot to take in. And it's also, I feel like a reflection of us really starting to do the inner work of ourselves to, you know, I heard, I watched a um, video with Sasha Stone talking to a biochemist and forgive me, I really forget his name, but he's quite profound himself. And I thought he said something that was just amazing. He said, you know, with whatever you want to call all this stuff that's going on that people name it to be the deep state or all these things, you know, it sounds like maybe it's our subconscious that has come alive. So I was like, wow, you know what? That, That could really be, you know, the universe really manifesting what some of us truly feel about ourselves or our actions or, you know, the awful thoughts we tell ourselves um, because we're not giving enough love to ourselves. We are not loving ourselves enough. And we're um, not loving each other. Yes. Yes. Jealousy, all those things. Um, okay. So for birthing a new age, that's what I thought. I was like, wow, okay. You know, to step into this new expanded path because there is a new age coming. Um, we're in the middle of, you know, our ascension and, So there's going to be new things needed Um, for our soul family, for people like you to remember when we're feeling grief or sadness or, you know, feeling lost at times. um, 
you know, to call on those people that we really trust, that know they love us to our core and are going to really hear us when we talk. They're not going to just nod and say, okay, but really hear us when we talk to help aid us in, you know, our direction. Um, and then says, you're already doing it. So I thought this was absolutely amazing because here we go with the title that we <laughs> called this episode is we are already doing it. If there is a calling or an earning that you're feeling inside of you, I really feel like it's there for a reason. Once again, that's the universe telling you and giving you permission that you are. Okay. I think we're recording. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, let's go for it. So now that, um, retrograde interrupted us during our card reading <laughs> and we're live and back, um, to pick off where we left off. So the next card saying to align with your path or you're already doing, excuse me. Um, this resonates with, I feel like our topic today, which is you are already doing it. As we start to dive into the self and do the work to unravel and unveil the things that we need to feel because, you know, I don't feel as children today, we learn a lot of coping mechanisms. Everything is, as you were saying, Katie, you know, like, oh, you know, that isn't right that you're feeling that. And we don't get validated for a lot of our emotions as adults. Then we start to second guess ourselves. So as and I want to add that we don't learn healthy coping mechanisms. You know, that's why we end up having addictions or unhealthy habits that are what we turn to instead. Yes. Yes, exactly. Um, Nice wording on that. Yeah. And so um, anyway, so this card saying you're already doing it is most of us, as we do start doing the works once again, um, to not get lost in the shadow self. You know, once you feel emotion, the emotion for the trauma that happened or for the experience or the lesson that you needed to learn, whatever it may be that you're identifying with, that once you feel it and you let it come to light, to let it go after that. Don't get stuck that you need to keep doing more work in that. And also as we grow, you know, I truly believe that um, we always have death and rebirth multiple times in our human selves. You know, so the person that I once was long ago who was meek and didn't have a voice or a backbone, she no longer exists. I am now a new woman. Um, and so I had a rebirth. And so. Amen. Once. <laughs> Amen. So true. So true. And yes, a death of our old self and a rebirth of our new self. Yes, we are always allowed to recreate. So as our path expands or realigns, whatever, you know, resonates with you, um, to not get stuck, like I said, in that shadow self and to keep moving forward. And the last one that I pulled was to leap. And then it says, you leap first and the universe will follow. And this is so true. As we set our intentions, our manifestations um, to expand in this life, to not be scared and to not do it with fear, but to do it with full intention that it is happening. It already is happening. Um, as we, you know, no matter what that is for you in your life, whether it be to leave a relationship, you, you know, to fall back in love, to, um, leave a toxic family relationship, to build a new family, whatever it may be, um, to always remember that if you act like it is happening already, the universe will follow that. So, yes. I and with that to also 
not get attached to how you want it to happen because that will stop us too. We have to be open to like divine intervention and divine orchestration of events that is beyond our, you know, wildest dreams usually. So being willing to be there for the ride, but to trust where you will end up. You just don't know how you're going to get there along the way, maybe yet. Yes. Like our knowing is not always how we think it's going to happen. The universe has that in sources hands for us. Yes. And that's where we get hung up is thinking that we want it to go and we want to control how. So yes, I love it. Mm -hmm. Continue. Yeah. So I just feel like, you know, um, is that all of the cards? I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. Okay. I was like, so no, go for it. Nope. You got it. (laughs) So actually I'm going to interrupt. Um, I have to say April and I have been like high vibing on a roll. This has been the funnest episode I've recorded. And partway through we got disconnected and then we tried again and we got disconnected again and we're like, what is happening? So we're still here. We figured it out. We've just gone another path. So, Hey, we weren't attached to how, because I don't know. I've never recorded with zoom like this and that's what we're doing sisters because um, we had to be open and know the outcome was going to be great. But girl, I did not think halfway through right when we were in it that we were going to get cut off. So that is funny to me. And do you feel like we're ready to move forward with um, the next thing we wanted to chat? Or was there more that you wanted to share about the cards? I don't want to stop you about if you had one more thing to say. No, I, I just want to end it with, you know, I am extremely glad that I listened to my intuition that day and went to Sedona to find out all of these things. And also then to be in a, the most magical place when I got a message of grief, you know, that I was able to be with myself and ground with the earth and then, you know, expand my path and what I had been earning for and really realize, you know, we are all capable and ready to do what we are thinking in our minds. It's just taking that first step forward and believing yourself. And once again, hugging yourself, giving yourself grace and loving yourself the way you should. Yes. Yes. And it's a learning process. And something that I wanted to just share is you've probably heard people say imposter syndrome. And because we got disconnected, I I think we said that earlier. Um, We might've mentioned it, but um, I don't think we've had a chance to chat about it. And imposter syndrome is a psychological pattern in which one doubts one's accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. And so that's like another thing that um, I think can hold us back is, well, I'm not an expert. And what if, even though I like for my podcast, I have no intention of giving people the impression that I believe that I am an expert, but there is that fear sometimes that's like, well, what if I'm, what if I'm fake? What if I'm not an expert? That's what if I'm not, who am I to do this work? Who am I to do this work? Right? So imposter syndrome, I really feel that. And I know that I'm not alone in feeling that we're afraid to be ourselves and to live our Dharma, which is our life purpose, because we feel and we believe that we are an imposter because just to circle it back around to the episode I did with the beautiful India B on white supremacy and calling on white spiritual women, perfectionism is what I, I feel like when I 
learn about imposter syndrome, it's like reminds me of perfectionism. It's like, it's not perfect yet. I'm not ready yet. I'm not an expert yet. And we are all here in this earth school in our bodies learning and evolving. And if we wait till we've learned and we've evolved, no one will be sharing because do you know what? The people who share and the people who are successful with sharing and that have an audience now, it's because they just started and they didn't care. They took the leap. They didn't care. Yes. If they weren't an expert, they didn't care if they weren't, it wasn't perfect. Um, yeah. Just like your card, they took the leap and guess what? Everybody showed up for them. Everybody was there and all of the steps were revealed and look at where they are now. There's so many people we can point to with that and just be like, wow, that person is amazing. And that person started out just like how you and I are starting. And just like how you felt in Sedona, they start, they just started. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So how do you find the courage to say yes to your passion and to following your dreams? Um, obviously, April, she decided to say yes anyways, regardless of the fear and regardless of the imposter syndrome or that worry that you might not be ready yet. You are, you said yes, and you are, you're going after your dreams. So let's just chat really quickly, um, briefly. I think we're doing okay on time, but we probably want to, um, let's, let's, I, we have to hear this though. We have to hear this. So let's hear a little bit about what you realized. So you felt the courage after your trip and the card reading and all of these signs to take the leap. Yes. So, um, I was feeling like on top of the moon after I like pulled these cards because it really validated everything I was feeling. Right. And so I decided, I was like, you know what, I'm going to go catch sunset. And, um, so I decided to climb the top of this mountain that I'd never climbed before. <laughs> I love it. And, I get at the top of it and, you know, sun already set. I was like, dang it, I missed it. But I was like, you know, what? April, I said, you're going to get to the top tonight. So like, no matter if the sun set or not, we'll just get to the top. And I get up there and there's just this cute woman standing there. And I was like, hi, are you here? Like all by yourself? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, well, can I, you know, share the space with you? She's like, of course. And we ended up, you know, that, uh, getting into a conversation and come full circle, you know, just asking different things about each other and whatever. She um, followed her dream and is now an astrologer. And she came to find out that she has lineage of like three grand three grandfathers being like world renowned astrologers, like way back in the day, teaching people about the sun, the moon, and the stars. And I love it. Her niche in it is to it. She helps people find their life's path. So I really took that as like, here I was, you know, another you know, divine encounter. Yes. Like, <laughs> wow. I pulled these cards that said, go ahead, April, we're giving you permission. And then go next ahead, expand your path. Was, yes. And the next step was revealed. I'm sorry that I interrupted you, by the way. Oh my gosh. No, you're fine. Yes. And then it was like, oh, and here you are telling me like, oh, I did the same. And do you know what my niche is? I actually help people find their dharma. I'm like, <laughs> wow. Okay. I hear you. I hear you loud and clear. This is magical. Yes. And it's I so just, magical. I just hope, um, as we, you know, ascend in this weird time we're in right now is that people really take the time, you know, outside of all the things we're hearing, um, 
to self-reflect and start loving themselves deeply. You know, whether that be looking in the mirror every day and telling you a couple words of affirmation, whether it be buying yourself a journal and writing down things that you feel inside that you need to get out, um, or confining in someone, whatever resonates with you. And I promise that it will grow from there. And if you don't know where to start, I would just sit with yourself, you know, meditate. And if you don't know how to meditate, you know, it doesn't always look like you have to be in a certain pose doing a certain something. It can be you're sitting with your feet against the wall. It's just that you are holding something and you're transcending it into the universe and asking the universe to either send or answer or guide you, put signs in front of you to direct you in where you need to go next. And all I have to say is I promise it will happen for you. Just keep your eyes open. Remember the grass is green and the sky is blue. Yes. Yes. And I want to say that praying is us talking to spirit, to the universe, to goddess. And meditating is us being quiet and listen and listening and willing to listen and willing to to sit in the silence and open up on the answers. And so there's, you know, meditating for deciding what those wishes even are and and letting yourself daydream, letting yourself imagine what you would, what the possibilities are for you and meditating and is, is like the next step. Like, okay, I'm, I'm ready. And and I'm, I want to know what the next step is. And that's why I always say too, the next step will be revealed when we take appropriate action. You pulled the cards, the next step was revealed. You trusted your vibes, you went on the hike. It didn't go according to your plan. It went even better. And you had this amazing and new soul sister who's like, wow, this is like my life purpose is helping folks like you. And here you are, you just showed up. I was waiting for you, April. And the next step will continue to be revealed. And when we go inward, we make it so much easier on ourselves to get those messages. And that doesn't mean when you're meditating that you're going to get this download. It means that you're practicing creating space between the thoughts in your mind. So the monkey mind is always chatting. And when you meditate, we try to quiet that. And the more we can quiet that and the more space that we begin to create in between the clutter of thoughts, we're also, we're making it easier on ourselves to notice the signs, to pay attention, to trust our vibes, to feel it in our body. And it's, yeah, I guess that's all I have to say about that. I think that was it. I think that's beautiful. I think that's beautiful. So thank you. I feel like everything you shared was so beautiful and relevant and, um, Yep. So also you gave a great little um, ending there for folks that are wondering, like, what do I do now? And so I feel like to wrap it up, you, you know, April, you probably have some next action steps that you know that you're ready to take, or maybe you don't even know exactly what the action steps are, but obviously with what you just said, um, you know, and you trust and they're going to be revealed. And, and I am just reminded of when I was trying to leave my narcissistic ex, 
and I had no idea what I was doing. I just knew that every step would be revealed along the way. And I just had the courage to take the step, even though I didn't know what the next step would be after that. And that's like everything we do. That's like, just, just like following our dreams. We just go for it. And I'm so proud of you because you've come so far and I'm so proud of you for continuing to go for it. Thank you for joining me on our first official episode together. This is not the first, this is not the last, there will be more. And um, yeah, I, I really appreciate you. I hear your brother coming home now. So it's like a sign from the universe, like time's up girls. <laughs> episode complete. <laughs> Well, thank you for having me on. Once again, thank you for sharing your space with you. I love you. I honor everything you are doing. I think it is beautiful and courageous to share yourself and share your story. And I look forward to the next time we get to chat. Me too. And I love you too. And I will include um, in the episode links and descriptions um, how you can find April and a little bio about her. If you're interested in getting some amazing organic hairstyling done and you live in the Scottsdale area, <laughs> or if you just want to be in touch with this amazing woman and yeah, connect with her. So I will include that. And thank you so much. I think, I think that's a wrap. Okay. I'll talk to you soon, Katie. Okay. Bye. Bye.